Our New Testament reading comes from the Gospel according to John. The Gospel according to John chapter 1. And we're going to read verses 35 through 42. John chapter 1 verses 35 through 42. Brothers and sisters, let us listen to God's word for us today. The next day, John again was standing with two of his disciples. And as he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, Look, here is the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned around and saw them following, he said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? And he said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two who heard Jesus speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated anointed. And he brought Simon to Jesus who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of Jonah. You are to be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. This is the word of the Lord. Please pray with me. Holy God, you sent your Son to be the light of the world, so that all may know the brightness of your love. Fill us with your grace this day, that we may bear witness to his light and serve your coming reign. Come, Holy Spirit, heavenly dove, open our ears to the truth of your word, that the testimony of Christ may be strengthened among us in the glad news of deliverance revealed. Amen. John's testimony, brothers and sisters, did something to at least two of his own followers. People who have followed him probably for quite some time. The two disciples heard John say, Look, here is the Lamb of God. And they left John behind and they followed Jesus. Now, we don't know if this whole story is John's version of the baptism of Jesus, which we remembered last Sunday, although some commentators think so. John talks about this two or three times in chapter 1. But in the end, it doesn't really matter if this is the only version he had of this. What matters is that Andrew and his unnamed friend went up to Jesus and this unnamed friend mesmerized many theologians. May it be John, the writer of this gospel. Or may it be the beloved disciple. But in the end it has no bearing on our story. What caught my attention is the question of Jesus to these two. What are you looking for? Now, later on in chapter 20, after the resurrection, he asked Martha, who are you looking for? But here in our reading today, what are you looking for? 
And I thought, this is really not a polite way to greet anybody. I mean, if you meet someone in the street and you say, what do you want? They may just think you tell them to go take a hike. As disciples of John, they have heard this message about the need for repentance. They've heard how he told people that the kingdom of heaven has come near. And most likely they were baptized as a sign of their repentance. So what were they looking for? And we'll ask the same question to a representative group of this congregation. When we begin to talk about Mount Pleasant Presbyterian Church, what is it you invite people to come and see when you sometimes have the courage to invite people to join you in worship? What do people want? What are you looking for who, who's been a member of this church for so long who are contemplating becoming a member soon? What are you looking for? Maybe John's two disciples found out that the wilderness and eating wild honey when they could find it and grasshoppers when they could catch it wasn't their idea of utopia. Maybe they decided that John was indeed not the Messiah who could redeem them or offer them a better life. And then they followed Jesus, but what did they want from the Messiah? Were they looking then for, to join someone who would make a difference in their world by overthrowing the Roman occupation of Israel, who would resist the leaders of Israel who bent backwards to accommodate what the Romans wanted. That, in other words, a political motivation to follow Jesus. Or were they in search of new experiences? Did they want to travel beyond their little village where they've spent most of their lives? Or were they looking to find themselves self-actualization? Were they looking for meaning? Some purpose in their aimless lives? Life where they were fishing for a living day after long day. What are you looking for? Jesus greeted them. What do you want? I mean, we do become members of a congregation and join in worship. Bring our children to be baptized. To be educated. We come, I hope, to also join in activities now and then. In the programs aimed at enriching us as congregation and ministries focused on people outside of the church. But we do come and we do join a church for some or other reason. What do you want? You see, what we are looking for is determined by our orientation towards what is important to us. It may be a materialistic individualism and a consumerism. Or it may be a search for an authentic experience and a relationship with God. Maybe that we think that in this place we will be someone important. Or maybe we have never thought about that. So do we come to be out of this service in exactly 60 minutes and are you 
timing me right now to see how long I will continue with this. <laughs> because you have to beat the traffic to whatever appointment you have after this. And we never think about the experience that we have of God in our music and the liturgy and our prayers. And maybe even in the sermon, here something that just catches our interest. We don't think about our precious time together, brothers and sisters. You could have been in a thousand different places this morning, but you are here. Why? Are we still unmoved and untouched by our weekly worship services? Are you here this morning to look for a connection with the past? The way that this church was when you grew up. I know there are some of you who were here in this church when you were children. Are you looking for that experience? The way the church was many years ago. When we were young or even during previous times when we remember uh, the times we remember as the glory days of Mount Pleasant Presbyterian Church with a church overflowing with people, standing space only. When people came to hear a wonderful preacher preach. Or did you come this morning for community? Because you just need the warmth of a, of a human body next to you. You need a place to belong, to connect to other people. Connecting in a certain way with God and God's representatives, we don't think as the, uh, of people as that. But connecting more with God as we take part in what God is already doing in the world. As we decide to undertake a new journey with a community made new by God's Spirit. Or did we come to share our compassion for the world and for each other by being here this morning? I sometimes wonder, brothers and sisters, if we realize that we are part of God's search teams. I mean, we are missional, are we not? We are part of God's search teams who are looking for the broken and the lost victims of the accidents of life. Are you here this morning looking for healing for your own soul? Healing for relationships which you knew you have screwed up? I hope in response to our baptism and the baptism of our children, we are looking for a place where our children can connect as we work together with our educational ministries to build their lives upon a solid foundation. I hope that you with teenagers don't just bring your children on a Sunday evening for childcare, but hoping that they will learn more about something that will enrich their lives and give them something to hold on, eternal values. What are you looking for? Psychologists say people look for identity and for purpose, for meaning, for healing. And people are looking for redemption and for love and for life. And the world, the world responds. It's always ready and willing to offer a thousand solutions to this search. So I don't know why you are here this morning. Neither did Jesus know then what the disciples of John were looking for. So I asked them, what are you looking for? But I suspect that they didn't know either what they were looking for because they responded with another question. 
Where are you staying? Maybe they then already knew that they found something or someone in this Lamb of God. Someone that would change their lives profoundly. Although they had to discover what it really was. Jesus responded then with the invitation, come and see. Because there's no other way, brothers and sisters, than through own experience, personal experience, to know what this Jesus is about, to know what this Jesus people is about. And so they followed. And it became such an important thing in their lives that, that they remembered the hour of that invitation. That's the reason why John said it was about four o'clock in the afternoon. No other apparent reason than to say it was so, such an important hour in the lives of these two disciples of John that they remembered it was the fourth hour. And of course, Andrew couldn't keep it to himself. He had to tell his brother. And Simon, who is in most of this story about Jesus, kind of a lame figure, although he tries to step up often, but he's, he's never a rock in most of this story. He got a new name. Because you see, this invitation to come and see has transformational power. It changes people. It changes us. Andrew and another person were already fishing for people. And Jesus creates a new reality and a new identity for Simon. And throughout the story of the early church, Simon Peter had to live into this reality. And the two disciples came and they saw, and they, they were more 12 in the end, and they saw miracles and God at work, see God freeing the demon-possessed, healing the blind and the lepers, making a paralyzed walk, washing the feet of his disciples, welcoming sinners and prostitutes and Samaritans and tax collectors and Pharisees and children alike. And then they saw him dying on a cross. And then they saw him alive on the first day of a new week. He who was dead and risen from a grave. And they never realized what they would come to see. And in the end, I think maybe the unnamed disciple does mean something. Maybe we will experience this story better by climbing into the character of the unnamed disciple. And if we say Danny and Andrew went, and Bart and Andrew went, and John and Andrew went, maybe John wanted us to add our own name to this story. To join Andrew with Jesus at about four o'clock. To experience something life-changing. And maybe just like Andrew, once we have witnessed and experienced Jesus, we'll be better able to struggle with the issues which is part of God's reign in and through this congregation. Maybe when we have come and see what Jesus and who Jesus is about, it will change the way that we think about our congregational life and about our mission and ministry in the world. Brothers and sisters, what are you looking for? What is Mount Pleasant Presbyterian Church looking for?
I hope you caught it. That the disciples in our story had to leave John's renewal movement. I think they, 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 they banked on this movement that it will bring a change in their lives. And then when the Messiah came by, they had to leave that. Other places we read that disciples had to, to leave behind fishing nets and family. But here, they left behind the involvement in, Jesus, uh, in John's renewal movement to join the movement of Jesus. Thinking sometimes that there may be ties and ways of doing and maybe beliefs which commitment to Christ may require Mount Pleasant to let go of. Things that we have to find new ways to do it differently. Leave behind the old things that we have bargained upon sometime to be the Messiah when we find the real Messiah. Come and see. That's the invitation of Jesus this morning. And as we join this journey, we may discover in the journey itself real life. Find real life in the one who journeys with us. And from time to time, by God's grace, we might just glimpse in Jesus what every human being, also us, is looking for. What do you want? Come and see. Amen.